0: Welcome to My Idaho Friends. I am your host Jaime Lima and we will be having conversations with business owners and centers of influence throughout the state of Idaho. Please make sure you follow us on our YouTube page and our Instagram and I hope you enjoy the show. Cheers. And welcome to another episode of My Idaho Friends. I am your host Jaime Lima and today, today we have a good one. I always say that but today i really mean it it's always good but it's really 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 good as always before we start getting into it uh shout out and big thanks to our productions uh erica uh, justin's not here but much love to him and the rest of the crew that is out back uh if you need to get in touch with some professionals to do all sorts of stuff to you for you content for your business film anything that has to do in the arts, and you need videographers, you need photography, you need all these type of things, go ahead and click on the link if this happens to be seen on YouTube, which will happen a little bit later, and check out their website, check out their their portfolio. They're really, really awesome. So that's Argos Productions, and now, without further ado, my friend Caitlin, founder of Full Swing PR, and I think also founder of... You have a lot of several other things, but there's one that is significant: women in power.
1: No, but that's that's what I'm all about. So you're yeah. on the right track. So the other one, I'm a co-founder of Electable, ah. which is an online community that helps women run, win, and lead in public office at the local level, particularly in smaller towns. I knew that. Yeah.
0: But I didn't say it like. You're that. You're not
1: really our target audience.
0: <laughs> hey, what I know about things about my. But friends. I support
1: it. You can make donations. You oh. can volunteer.
0: See, I like it. For women
1: candidates, there's many things you can do.
0: Cheers to that, to ladies in power, especially in the great state of Idaho, which, you know, sometimes I say great and some people laugh. Yeah. I like it, but, you know, it's got its things. It's
1: got some really beautiful places. Absolutely. And some really beautiful people.
0: Very natural, beautiful people, Mm -hmm. beautiful families, and and let's just leave it at that. You know, and then we're drinking a little bit of Drunken Bean (laughs) today. It's really, really good. It's really, really, really cool. Um,
1: Yeah. You know, I'm from Nampa. just like this whiskey. Ooh. 2C.
0: You know. I use the
1: hashtag proud to be 2C on Twitter (laughs) sometimes, and people are like, really?
0: So... Uh, yeah, so Center Fire Distillery uh, last season uh, they were over here and they couldn't really talk about this, so they're super stoked that it's out about. So shout out to uh, Center Fire Distillery and you guys made a great product. So way to go. Now, Caitlin. Hi, man. So usually what we do is you know we, we talk <laughs> we talk a little bit about you know. Um, how we got to where we're at today. So, uh, and I keep it really simple, right? Like, Matt for Marines is like 10 years in the Mm -hmm. past and then where we're at right now and then like, hey, 10 years into the future. But those are very loosey-goosey, you know, Mm -hmm. guidelines. We can do whatever we want. Cool. However, uh, not everybody, you know, has the privilege to know you as I do. No, that we're besties, but I- From the
1: parking lot of Puentes. Yeah, exactly. To German deli, (laughs) to this moment. Please (laughs) stop.
0: We're not BFFs, but, but we know each other. Uh, <laughs>
1: we have mutual BFFs.
0: Yeah, that is true. We have a number of Ooh. them. Um, but, um, yeah, where were you 10 years ago? What was Kaylin up to?
1: Goodness, let's see. What year was that?
0: So it's 2021. Wow. So, yeah.
1: so I was running for city council. What? Yeah, in Missoula, Montana. What? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like COVID makes time weird.
0: Yes. I mean, one, it's
1: just weird in general to be like once you pe- pass thirty five, it gets way harder to keep track. Or maybe it's like having children. Having it's like children, I think, is really
0: the thing because a combination um, of like like time was just being really fast forward as soon as we started yeah. having children. But then COVID happened, and the last two years have been the longest decade that I've been a part of. So I totally. guess I should have asked you what were you up to twenty years ago, and no. that would have put Your you hair in two thousand eleven. Really though
1: I feel like you have not gone gray at all.
0: I have two.
1: You have two? Did you pull
0: them? No, oh. I don't pull them. I am willing them to grow oh. longer and stronger. So to I make you sh-
1: look more distinguished.
0: No, it's just because everybody looks at Madeline and then there's the mm. whole joke, so like, oh, Jaime is responsible for all of those, right? Uh-huh. And I, I love, you know, she has this natural look where she yeah, refuses to beautiful. color her hair, right? Yeah. Like, not that there's anything wrong if you want to. You do yeah. what you want to do. But she leaves it natural. And there's a lot of gray. That's not yeah. a secret. Yeah. And then. They're like ha ha ha, you weren't you didn't look like that when you married Jaime. Yeah. Uh, they ha ha ha. Yeah. Go suck up, <laughs> drummer. Yes. Anyways, but so ten
1: years ago, yeah, I was, was knocking a lot of doors in Missoula, Montana. Wow. Trying to unseat an anti-gay incumbent, which I did successfully. I'd never run for office before. I raised twelve grand, which was a lot for a Missoula city council race. And actually, I mean. Boise City Council races are a lot now, but Mm -hmm. in most towns in Idaho, that's still like a pretty hefty campaign budget for a local race. Mm -hmm. But I did it, and it was awesome. It was a wild ride, and, Mm. um, you know, I feel like there's so few chances to, like, actually go knock doors and meet your neighbors. Um, That's one of the things I love about volunteering for campaigns now, and certainly about my own race. It was really a cool way to get to know what people think about, you know, and what they care about.
0: Man, so clearly i understand the reason why you did it and thank mm-hmm. you you know even though i didn't live in that city i think you know more people need to be involved when they're like oh yeah fuck that we need to fix mm-hmm. this because <laughs> that's fucked up
1: yeah
0: um so uh, so you you get elected but prior to getting elected so what what was your strategy for that and because it's going to tie to what you do now right yeah so oh, I, definitely. I, I i would love to To have a little bit of a snapshot of what that was like back then when you didn't have, uh, you know, what I would call like all the resources and the network that you have now here.
1: Definitely. Um, Yeah, so I moved to Missoula for graduate school in 2005. Um, I did my undergraduate at the College of Idaho. Go Yotes! Um, and then lived in Sun Valley for a year and then went up to Missoula and was like, what is this magical place called Montana? And why did my parents never bring me here Mm -hmm. as a child? Because it's really so close, but it is hard to get to. It's like a solid, you know, seven and a half hour drive on good roads to get to Missoula. But I really just fell in love with it. And I feel like that's the town where I really kind of like became me and became an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always kind of had an interesting relationship with my home state of Idaho and my hometown of Nampa in the Mm -hmm. 2C. Um, So it was great. I got really um, into lots of community organizations there. My first kind of big kid job out of grad school was working for uh, the YWCA, which is a domestic violence shelter. Um, And yeah, basically never had big ambitions to run for office, but definitely was motivated by issues and cared about democracy. Um, And then when it became clear that nobody was going to run against this woman who had voted against Missoula's um, non-discrimination ordinance that Mm -hmm. was the first in the state in 2010 to include um, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and trans folks from being denied housing, um, being denied jobs, um, or other public accommodations just because of who we are, who we love, Um, that wasn't okay with me. So I decided to take her out, and I did. Boom. Boom.
0: I love it. Yeah, and she lost
1: every race since, so that was good. She did try again. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow,
0: she didn't learn, huh?
1: Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cheers to that. It yeah. takes a
0: few tries. This is really easy. Oh, no. It
1: goes down easy. I
0: I, I will do my best not to pour again.
1: It's almost Friday.
0: It's, almost, it's, it's not Friday? It's after five. No, it is Thursday, today. In
1: Central Time.
0: I like it. I'm going <laughs> to go with that. So that's really cool. Uh, then what brought you back to um, to to Idaho? What brought you back to Boise? Yeah,
1: so little Tali, my son, was mm-hmm. in my belly and mm-hmm. uh, I had very involved grandparents in my life and it was important to me to make sure he had the same experience. Um, also like Boise had a lot more economic opportunity um I'd always kind of been able to figure it out in Missoula but uh Missoula is not getting any cheaper and neither is Boise but at the time Boise was yeah. you know a more affordable place to you live got
0: here like kind of um, almost in that cusp yeah. of the craziness
1: and I just felt like as somebody who's you know very driven in terms of my career and um, at that point I hadn't started my business yet but just having the grandma's support was very helpful
0: <laughs> yeah, <it's huge. laughs> and still is so no yeah, yeah absolutely
1: it takes a village
0: yeah I was uh, partially well I, I say partially but really like mostly uh, raised by my grandparents yeah you know my yeah. mom my mom Well see the picture of my mom's a lovely woman. She's a first class type lady. Hi mom. But uh Does she watch
1: every episode?
0: She really does not. (laughs) Someday she will, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what my mother does sometimes. (laughs) Um the YouTubes, as she calls them. Uh but uh there's a plural there somehow. Mm -hmm. But um but no, yeah, I think I think that's that's really cool uh, because not only do you get an appreciation of, of having that you know older generation, you know, like they, they get to do it mm-hmm. better or or. "Quote unquote," right? Because yeah. you know they they can always give the grandchildren back, right? Yeah, and, so, and they don't
1: have all the stress that I right you have when you're trying to like build a career and
0: exactly buy a house and so
1: like. So it, it was things.
0: such a great experience to have them, you know, so close, you know, to me growing up, you know, my childhood. Yeah, you know, and I always knew that I wanted the same thing for my kids, and mm-hmm. I scored the lottery with my in-laws. Yeah, so they're fantastic. So we always knew we were gonna come back here. Not that this is about me. I just Say that to relay, because I totally get it. I think it's awesome. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's such a huge advantage to have, I mean, not only access to, like, high-quality childcare because we need that, too, but also, you know, having the grandmas take two days a week is, like, a huge, you know, economic boon, too, because it's expensive.
0: Daycare ain't cheap, yo. Yeah, no. (laughs) A lot of people are Which is
1: why the state of Idaho should invest in public pre-K, but...
0: I love how that (laughs) sleep the personal kind of, is political
1: Jaime that just
0: slid into our DMs uh, yeah. <laughs> and we can do that for as long as we're here I'm perfectly okay with that well yeah. done, well played I am gonna most definitely have to pour more Gotch darn it I don't know why I'm trying not to curse when I know you're perfectly fine with me cursing.
1: Yeah, I didn't know have, what the rules were for. Have your you noticed? Show exactly, no, there's a, thought, of, yeah. there's
0: a lot of there's a lot of f bombs being. Tra- I'm trying to classy it up, I guess, but mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, it's, maybe it's just because I'm a little just rusty. Be yourself. I it's need okay. to be myself. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, back to today now. Right? Uh-huh. So, little tallies here. You know, you move back in order to be closer to family, start yep. a new career, opportunity. Back then was. I, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to say not a little bit, but significantly more affordable. You know. Yes, to... this is
1: 2016.
0: Yeah, because I got yeah. here. Yeah, I got here right before you did. You yeah, know, so we've mm-hmm. been kind of back in Boise right about the same timeline. Um, now, where we're at, where what are, what are we up to? What are we doing? Tell us about, tell us Rick about your. leaves
1: thing. on the West End. Oh, <laughs> ah, okay. All no, right. uh, yeah. it's, life is good. Yeah, I started Full Swing PR in 2019 in February um which is just you know in hindsight wow i had no idea what the world was doing at that time but it's actually um you know we are fortunate in that the business has not been hugely impacted in a negative way by the pandemic if anything i think it's probably been positively impacted um and not just because of ppp um, but thanks for that too um you know i think it's uh it's important to Remember that, like when we started full, when I started Full Swing PR, um, we intended to be an all remote agency and to um, create the kind of culture that was really friendly for working families mm-hmm. and working parents. Um, and that was partly why I didn't care about having an office, and I also didn't necessarily want to be tied to Idaho and Idaho's business community. We work nationally, and you know, if somebody in Idaho really wants us and wants me and knows what I'm about, then by all means, perhaps we'll take them as a client. However, I think our target audience, because we're such a values-based business and really care about um, advancing women in power,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, we're not always a fit for Idaho. So, and that's okay.
0: What? Yeah. It is okay, but it isn't, but yeah. But, yeah, so but I, I, I have did, a team I, of six now, and right.
1: um, it's myself and a part-time person in Boise. Everybody else mm. is Seattle, New York, and Philadelphia.
0: Mm. So, nice. yeah and are we gonna be continuing to grow like what's the scale yeah i mean i think
1: that it's important to grow to be the right size for whatever your business is and that's where i was getting i don't think growth for the sake of growth is my jam but i think like you have to build a certain amount of like wealth within the business one if you ever want to sell it and two just so you can make the impact you want to have um and also like take your time and your life back because you've taken this risk to like launch this venture
0: right. so you yeah. know because you do very impactful work yeah it's very important yeah. to you but you know there's also that the business aspect of nature mm. so, you know some people you know have this whole growth scale sell. Yeah. I and mean, we're aspect. not like a venture
1: back startup like that's not what we're trying to do like right you know, we've, we've been profitable the entire time, thankfully, mm. but like also the risk has been, you know, on my shoulders. And then I brought in Holly Conti as a business partner, um, in, uh, I guess officially in May, but essentially January when we became an S corp. So yeah. that's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. And she's
1: a digital marketing guru and we were like work wives back in Boise. We worked at the same agency and now she's back in New York to be closer to her family because she's got a two year old. So. Oh,
0: really yeah, I didn't yeah. know she moved yeah oh, she oh, moved oh yeah.
1: my yeah. she's
0: probably watching oh no. okay <laughs> I guess we'll we'll, fi- we'll find out we'll find out she'll, she'll mm-hmm. let you know uh how not funny I am <laughs> but uh okay so while well, you've been here and I know um you know how do I phrase it you know like not necessarily because I, I want to know, you know what is it that you are like very proud of as far as like you know those impact type projects mm-hmm. which is All of them really, you know, when it comes to what you do and your agency does. But if there's any Mm -hmm. one or two that you might want to highlight that you are like Um, super pumped and proud of.
1: Yeah, well, Boise had never had a female mayor that Mm -hmm. was elected until Lauren McLean, now Mm -hmm. Mayor Lauren McLean. Mm -hmm. And I was able to lead her communications during the runoff election, Mm -hmm. um, which was really heated, as you may recall, in December 2019. (laughs) Um so know. that was a big a big sprint and really fun and it's hard mm. to stay I mean I've worked at a public affairs firm and I've had politics be like my main jam and mm. I was a city council person yeah. um but I also really um value that my whole you know ability to like eat and pay my mortgage is not does not rest on politics alone. I like to take no. it but on my terms That's... as it comes, you know. Got it. So
0: Cool. And then, what about outside of Idaho? What, what, what do you, Yeah,
1: oh my gosh, let's see. Uh, We haven't done as much political stuff outside of Idaho, like I have personally, but not really so much through Full Swing, Mm -hmm. Um, but we've worked with some really incredible women leaders. Um, The author of Grieving While Black, um, whose name is Brisha Wade, she was a really great person to work with and remains a good friend. I got to bring her and her wife to Montana this summer while I was there. That's pretty cool. And um, we also worked with an executive coach who um, trains a large number of kind of up-and-comers at Google especially trying to fill Google's internal pipeline with more BIPOC and LGBTQ leaders Mm -hmm. Um, and this particular coach is like one of the only or one of the first kind of out trans women in her industry and had worked like in um, automobile manufacturing and everything at a time when like nobody was talking about these issues so working with her was super rewarding and interesting um, Mm. as well
0: yeah yeah, Ooh, that's...
1: but we we have we do actually quite a bit of work in healthcare, um, in part because I just have quite a lot of experience in healthcare, okay. um, and you know it's been a very trying time, as you know from your own family, what? for healthcare workers. Um, but that's also been it's been rewarding to play a small role in supporting those folks and telling those stories um, during the pandemic.
0: Hmm. And that has been where exactly.
1: Uh, mostly the Mountain West region, so okay. Montana, Alaska, Idaho. Um, yep, and northern Idaho as well, and Spokane.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Whew, wow. So you're busy. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's good though. I feel like it's working. It really helps to have a team. Um, I feel like so many. F- Women that I talk to are like, how do you start a business? Like, how do you know that it's the right time? And it's kind of like having a kid. Like, there's never the right time. Like, right. you just got to decide to do it mm-hmm. and go all in. Like, I certainly never took a business class in college. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was editing the school newspaper at the time. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, it was not, you know, I, I think I was probably a person who was sort of even skeptical of, like, corporate America and business, you know, mm-hmm. in my youth. But I really believe in um, the what is possible when you get wealth into the hands of different people right so bipoc and lgbtq people and women in general but especially women of color Mm -hmm. i think that we could solve a lot of the problems that are facing idaho as well as our country if we changed who has the wealth and we live in a capitalist system which i really like and so we might as well figure out how to use capitalism to our advantage and make capitalism work for us and work for more people right
0: no yeah so no i I see you on that there has always been um And I'm I'm not not for one, but the counter-argument is like, you know, you got to get rid of capitalism altogether. I just don't see that happening, you know, in our lifetime. Uh, So what's, like, the next best thing, right? Yeah, make
1: all the money and give it to all the best candidates. Right,
0: you know. And get a seat at the table. Yeah. Um, And then there's, you know, there's that side of it. And Mm -hmm. then there's, like, also, like, the um, short-term... You know, there's long-term impact and the short-term impact, you know. So, like, you know, being able to have those honest and transparent conversations with, like, you know, like, in, indigenous people, like, you mm-hmm. know, here, right? And we're mm-hmm. sitting on their land and things along this line. Yeah. And um, I'm very stoked and very proud, you know, like, how many, like, refugees are welcome into Boise. But it's still yeah. not perfect. And we yeah. do well, but we can still even do better. Mm-hmm. Um, the ability to help, uh, you know, the homeless population mm-hmm. and, like, you know, having, like, the data which like, already <laughs> explains and is like very transparent and it's like you mm-hmm. know the best way to get off rid of homelessness is by having these people not be homeless. Yeah. And, uh, you yeah. know not by having them like you know go to church or like you know right. commit to something like well, that. Well and it's and like
1: then... we pay for it one way or another. Do you want to pay for it with investing in prisons, or do you want to invest in public pre-K? Like, right,
0: exactly, you I mean, know, and like I think people that are in prisons are already wealthy enough, so yes. you know what, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm good with it, you know, and then that dives into like modern day slave labor and all these other stuff that mm. we don't have enough time to talk about, or maybe we do.
1: But even something like but healthcare, yeah. you know, it was very, I think one of the scariest things about growing full swing to have six people and to offer benefits that I feel good about and be mm-hmm. able to pay people a great wage is that um, you know, how do you provide healthcare in this environment? Like it would be so huge for small businesses like mine, if there was a viable public option. Yeah. Um, and it's just been kind of a nightmare to figure out a plan that works. That's also affordable, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: So you mentioned something, right? So you, you, uh, you were saying just a minute or two ago, you know, like when like somebody asked, you know, like how you start a business, you know, yeah. and it's like, mm-hmm. so, uh, is that something that uh, you know, are, are you mentoring? Because there's only so much time yeah. in the day for you, but like with full Swing PR and, and Women in Power, would you co-found it? I'm assuming that there's like... It's
1: electable, but I love that you just changed the name. Oh, I did? <laughs> Women in Power, LLC.
0: <laughs> Why do I...
1: Maybe we need to change the name. It's maybe designed. not. I, maybe I, I just messed it up. It's very descriptive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just keep doing that. And this show uh but uh so yeah so so what does that look like for you like
1: yeah i mean i i definitely have i i mean i am loath to turn down like you know a young up-and-coming person that like wants to have coffee and pick my brain <laughs> you know and i always try to make time for that it's just now it's like okay you might have to wait a month but i'll, right. I'll get to it for sure okay. but um my schedule is a little bit more packed these days yeah. than it once was. But I do think, like, I guest lectured at the College of Idaho um, for, like, a principals and marketing class um, mm-hmm. to kind of tell those students about what a career in PR could look like because I've kind of done a lot of different things before starting mm-hmm. my own firm. Um, yeah, and I think just having a pretty open door policy is, is a good thing. It's been somewhat weird with COVID and that I think there's less of that happening with folks in Boise per Mm -hmm. se, but I've done a couple of zoom meetings with like Boise state students and that sort of thing. And then pre pandemic, I started and ran a group called Boise women who get shit done and it was a lot of fun, but I Mm -hmm. just haven't brought it back because I just feel like there's something about meeting in person that is so powerful. And, Mm -hmm. um, really just expansive for folks and I just like with the surging cases and the situation in the hospitals, it just right. hasn't felt like the smartest decision. And even with, you know, vaccines, it's like there's still breakthrough cases. And I know some people who've been sick for like several weeks. Right. With yeah. those. And so I think we'll just wait. Yeah. And absolutely. figure it out. Yeah. That's really cool. But I hope we'll come back with that sometime.
0: I'm so glad you brought that up because eventually that was going to start getting carved into the conversation. But oh, you yeah. did it, so I didn't yeah. have to ask. Yeah, yeah. and you... I
1: started Get Shit Done in part because I wanted to make friends here. Because <laughs> <I had> <laughs> I'd been in Montana for 11 years, you know, and right. so my my women friends were mostly there and still, you know, too large. extent I've kept up those relationships. Um, but I wanted, I also wanted to give women, um, professional women in Boise, whether they're in nonprofit or business or politics like a space where we could kind of dismantle some of the good old boy stuff that goes on in this state and try mm-hmm. to create um a group that shared values and that was really committed to like lifting each other up and not sizing each other up because mm-hmm. that can be tough i think for for straight women in business <laughs> so
0: true yeah uh, yeah i've uh, never you're...
1: understood the whole mean girl thing I'm more like, I either want to be you or I want to date you.
0: <laughs> right. And there's I nothing just love more you either way. Yeah, yeah, either way, right? Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> you know, there, there was a small uh, portion of time, oh. you know, a couple of years in which I was able to to sit uh, with Go Lead Idaho, which yeah, is, you, yeah. you know, you know it's, all, great stuff. Yeah. it's all, you know, group of women. I was uh-huh. very proud as the first and only uh, male board member.
1: Oh, cool. You know? Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Um, and I got to learn so much by just you know trying to contribute as best I could, yeah. but also kind of like staying in the background because my face is not the face. Yeah. You know, I'm just there to support. Yeah. Um, but um, it was very interesting to me when I would run into not within Lead Idaho, but outside and yeah. uh, with similar groups yeah. that, um, you know clean mm-hmm. to have the very similar agenda, you know, mm-hmm. and kind of like placing like, you know, like a highlight, you know, on, on local women, you know, trying mm-hmm. to whether run for office or with trying to start their own business, or they were trying to navigate, you know, what it looks like as they're like leaving academia and like joining the workforce yeah. and trying to juggle, you know, life all Definitely. Um, in a state in which we're ranked like, I think like what, like third to us as far mm-hmm. as, the, um, Equal pay, yeah, uh, and it's
1: going in the wrong direction. Which you don't hear every day. <laughs> it's like, what? Right? Like, How is it going yeah, the wrong direction? Isn't it like, supposed
0: to just like, get at least like incrementally better? Yeah, not me? worse. nice worse still. Down there at the bottom, huh. um, but yeah, and and things like that. So I was, uh, it, it caught me definitely off guard when mm-hmm. uh, I would experience it because I didn't experience it, but you know, like not myself, but I would see it, yeah, and I would kind of stand there in the background and like being very, very overprotective. I just kind of be like be <sighs> yeah. beers over that way so yeah. yeah well hopefully you know especially after experiencing the pandemic and a lot of people realizing how much more gets done if you work together
1: yeah rather than yeah. to
0: like trying to claim accolades and it's like oh me 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 and i did it um hopefully there's less and yeah. less of that
1: and it was fun too because like we never wanted to be make it into like a nonprofit or any sort of <laughs> Anything more than like an email list, right? You know, that right, it just, just like, meets let's, up and all that wine. It. And if somebody else wants to buy some appetizers, great. You know, yeah. And nope. the trailhead was very generous to like host us, and Aww. it was it was a great great thing. And I hope it'll come back at some point.
0: Well, let me but, know if it does. Yeah, I'm a hero about it.
1: You can be a guest
0: speaker. <laughs> oh, and talk about how I confuse names and, <laughs> and say it all wrong. Women in power. <laughs> <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. what are we looking forward to into the future? What what mm-hmm. what do we think? I and mean, it doesn't have to be goals, it doesn't have to be something that, you know, I mean, it could be something Yeah. That, you know. That,
1: well, you one know. thing, it's like surprising because I never have considered myself to be somebody who's like motivated by money. I was always like more motivated by impact and I think part of that is just how I was raised and how probably a lot of women are raised where we are told these stories about money. Like, we're bad with money We're you know what I mean, money is really hard to make you have to work really hard and work you know 24/7 to make it and right. you should probably like partner up with somebody who has money so that you both have money you're gonna, you know there's just like all these things that we hear yeah. about money and i think the most empowering thing about starting a business that's been successful is like the ability to just like generate money and to like Mm -hmm. set a goal and hit it and to like give people raises and give myself a raise and that sort of thing is just um it's just like a lot of fun and Mm -hmm. I think also once I heard the statistic that only two percent of women-owned businesses ever hit a million dollars or more I was like horrified so I was like well that's what I'm doing even if I personally make less for a little bit we're gonna hit a million dollars and so I think we will next year so yeah yeah so that'll be really exciting because I you know two percent is that's ridiculous yeah women start businesses at higher rates and women of color especially start businesses at much higher rates than the population at large yeah and so it's that scaling piece that really can be life-changing not only for like you the business owner but also like the people that work with you that you know if you can provide paid Parental leave, which we do, of course, and you can provide mm-hmm. great benefits and give people more responsibility and more opportunity. And I love that like you it's said. Awesome. I love
0: that you said. Of course, by the way. I'm yeah, we don't have to. Yeah, but three months is standard. Yeah, exactly. And I wouldn't do it any other way.
1: I don't care how much it costs me, because it's the right thing to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, it's I,
1: really messed up that more businesses don't do that.
0: No, they they see it as a.
1: How was your break?
0: <laughs> oh you're honestly asking me
1: no that's okay. what I was asked.
0: oh okay yeah. <laughs> I was just like wait a second yeah. No. but yeah exactly and, and it and it's not and that's yeah. the thing that that drives me wild you know it, it's not no. a break it's it's not uh, it's not something that it's like oh like I'm you know I went home because I just gave birth yeah so now you know I'm gonna be getting like yeah for on un- four interrupted hours of sleep on a regular basis Uh and then i have to come back over here and make sure that you know that 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 there's still you know money going into the books yeah Uh, yeah i it's it's wild um we we just got back from visiting some friends in germany and france and um my wife's best friend is a neuroscientist in Mm. germany cool that's where she she had to learn German as she was doing her master's. Over wow. There. Pretty intense, well, right? she's a
1: neuroscientist. So, she's probably pretty smart.
0: So, she's, um, <laughs> you know, so, so now she has been there 10 years, and uh, yeah. her it's two beautiful uh, little boys, Victor, who's five, and then uh-huh. Valentin, who is eight months old, and, you know, they get a full year.
1: Yeah. Paid for by the government yeah, again, which is like
0: exactly take
1: the pressure off of micro business right. owner Caitlin you and know. like yeah help and, me out here we're I mean, doing right. the right thing because to me it's a collective good. We want people to have children.
0: Yeah, and it can and it um, can be absolutely done. You know, yeah. it, it, it's not. Like we have the money totally <laughs> we have yeah. the money for it, uh, it i mean it's,
1: idaho has what like a 900 million dollar surplus right now and we haven't even spent one percent of the stimulus funds yet and so the federal government's going to take it back
0: yeah it's completely like, it's, like insane yeah. and and, you know, and then
1: i got my like fifty dollars or a hundred dollars from the state of idaho and like just please you know. keep it and like fix education right it's, and then
0: like, they come and they tell you it's like well, oh, you don't want to be entitled yeah. i'm like entitled yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, no, it comes back, you know, to what you were saying. So you know, thank you for doing it right, you know, for your team, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and hopefully it sets a good, awesome example and a standard for everybody else. Um, you know, but coming back to what you were saying, it, you know, there's the aspect of making money, but then there's also the the aspect of like, you know, the 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 roles that we all play, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. know, and I'm not a woman. But I believe to some extent, I understand, you know, not necessarily the pressures, but I can see it. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, how are you going to be as a business owner yeah. uh, affected by having a divorce? Totally. And, you yeah. know, how's that going to affect you? Uh, not only financially, but mm-hmm. like, with, like your emotional capital if you happen to be a mother. Yeah. You know, because yeah. chances are you're also going to be the one that is maintaining the household. You're mm. also going to be the one that is making the meals. You're also mm-hmm. going to be the one that knows whether little Freddie and little Johnny and little Lily, <laughs> you know, like what they have going on at, all the way from yeah. kindergarten all the way to yeah. sixth grade and, and and like all these other things, right? And yeah. now all of a sudden you're taking one teammate out of the equation mm-hmm. and depending on what level of participation said mm-hmm. teammate had, yeah, you are kind of in a tough pickle, you know, totally. like like type situation. Um, and having these conversations and listening to, to people say, well, like, uh, I don't know that I want to have this lady on my staff. But what if she gets married? Fucking then you say fucking congratulations, you yeah. dick, uh, or like well, we what looking? if she gets pregnant? Well, say, well, then you fucking ask her like you know if she, what does she need? Cause she's mm-hmm. pregnant, she's making life, yeah. and, uh, and also
1: that's illegal, like right. <laughs> and then
0: then there's that too. But there's but, always but, a way. I mean, but, I
1: feel like when it's normalized in the culture and people don't like yeah. speak up and say something when they hear that, it's like it's good. it's happening and it yeah. will continue. To it happen. is
0: happening. <laughs> Sorry, no. I got into a soapbox. So, or fearless, yeah. or fearless Producer just gave us our, our time mark, which is good because I was there. I was, yeah, you we were
1: asking me about the future and what I'm looking forward to. So I guess I covered some of that because yeah. part of it is like tied up and making some bank, you know? Yeah, and there's nothing um, wrong with that. I feel like since I live in Idaho and I'm intending to live here, at least until my child has grown up, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I want to change the politics here, you know? I would like mm-hmm. to see Idaho become a more purple state. Okay. Um, so we, that's probably a 20-year goal in and of itself, but you never know. I, mean, I like I feel that. Like I like your ambition. A, I
0: thought it was going to say it's kind of 35. I, I want yeah. things to come closer <laughs> to the middle. I don't
1: know. <laughs> it's so much healthier, and it was you know, one of the things, like when I moved to Montana, people were like, oh, Idaho, Montana, they're all the same, but they're really not, no. and until recently, Montana was much different than Idaho politically,
0: mm-hmm. in part
1: because they never had a right to work situation so there's an actual labor movement there which helped kind of balance things and they truly were a purple state which I think you know Democrats are not perfect Republicans sure are not perfect no. but like when we have two viable parties I think we end up coming up with better policy choices that work for more people
0: and I couldn't agree more so Kaylin. yes Tell the people who are watching at home or from their laptop or their cell phone how yes. they can get a hold of you, they can get a hold of you, your business, sure. anything you want to promote. Has you got yeah. any shout outs? What do you got? That's your camera.
1: Womenwithpower.com. No, I should buy that domain and redirect it immediately. Uh, no, so my website is fullswingpr.com and um, then my fun side hustle project, electablewomen.com is um, the online community for women that want to run, win, and lead in local public office. We particularly focus on cities under 100,000 people where it's kind of hard to like build your own team and you know you're probably not gonna raise that much money, that sort of thing. And then at Full Swing PR, we work with clients in three ways. We offer kind of the typical retainer agreements that um, most agencies offer. Um, and those are really fun and it allows us to make big change for clients over time. And then we also work with clients through our PR VIP days, which are an immersive kind of retreat style where we build your PR plan for the next six to twelve months and tell you exactly what you do you need to do to be successful and get into the publications that you want to get into um, and how to do that with your existing team and then the last way that we work with clients is through a small group coaching program called work hard once it's 16 weeks and helps women learn to launch their digital products with confidence and for a massive profit because it's so fun when you work with these business women who are like maybe they hit like low six figures you know like i did my first year and then they figure out oh my gosh, I can take this transformative work that I'm doing one-on-one and scale it and inject like 50 grand in my business in a week just by launching effectively. And that's like amazing. I mean, that's the kind of uh, money making that can allow you to hire a team or to outsource your laundry or you know, to send your kid to private school or like buy your mom a house or whatever the thing is. And I think as women leaders, we tend to make choices that benefit the whole community when we have money.
0: I dig so, it. Yeah. Right on, that's awesome. And then again, Idaho, if you're watching, uh, this eventually will be in YouTube for the posterities. Check out the link below. You'll have all the information right there that Kaylin was just spitting out for you. Um, as always, thank you so very much to yeah, Erica, Justin, who's not here. I'll get to thank you eventually. Okay. I will. But first, you know, Argus Productions, I definitely appreciate you guys for letting me use your space and being here and helping me with this project. Uh, also, shout out to Jewelcase, my employer, because I'm supposed to be at work and instead I'm over here with my friend drinking whiskey and, you know, sharing stories and uh, messing up names. It's what I do. That's so if you're interested in Jewelcase and uh, clean sustainable energy we're a battery company uh check us out at ww.jucase.com. also the link key right here below and if you're in there and there's anything you want to purchase you can get 10 percent off by using the code j l p w r that's juliet lima papa whiskey romeo JLPWR. don't forget it ah uh, caitlin thank you so much
1: thank you i could have
0: done this for so much longer but we I know, got we fast. children to get to we and activities do. and soccers and all sorts of yes. other stuff. <laughs> I should probably get some more work done, <laughs> but it will be okay. Thank you for your time. Yeah, I really you. appreciate it because I know how busy you are and all the oh. things you got going on. Um, I'm wishing you the best of luck, and hopefully we can get you back on again some more Thanks. time.
1: Yeah.
0: And as always, Idaho, thank you for tuning in. When you get a chance, get out there. Be kind to somebody. Cheers.